Empire has been repulsed, but this one defeat will increase its determination to crush the rebellion once and for all. Welcome to the Knights of Vader, the Star Wars podcast. It is February 1st, 2018, and we're talking a follow-up to our Star Wars Battlefront 2 review. Check out our sponsor, SkywardFunSupply.com, from Funko Pops to three and three-quarter inch figures, and all the way to six-inch black series. SkywardFunSupply.com is your home for Star Wars toys. My name is Zach Weber. Tonight, I'm joined by Mark. Hello, everyone. And Zanger? To die for one's people is a great sacrifice. To live for one's people is an even greater sacrifice. I choose to live for my people. What is that from? Clone Wars episode, uh, season one, episode 15, Trespass. All right, then that, that, that definitely explains that. All right. I don't ever do Clone Wars ones. Why not? There's great lines in there. Who, who said it? Rilo Chuchi? I probably I butchered what that. that is. is a minor character who... Uh, nevertheless, got one of the very best lines in all of Star Wars. Her struggle mirrors that of Padme Amidala's, while also refocusing the prequel trilogy's key themes of leadership. That's the description it gives for the line. Okay, then. Apparently, go watch season one, episode 15 of Clone Wars. We should do. We should record an entire uh, call commentary for the, the Clone Wars series and do it in chronological order, like the episodes when, like, from first to last. That'd be fun. Like, we, we'll skip around. We'll do like two episodes from season one, then do like three from season five, then go back to season two, then go to season four, and then six, and then three. Despite the fact that the the, the outfits change in between seasons one and two, and then three, four, five, and six. On that note, um, you can find me on Zing This uh, every week talking nerdy topics. I'm doing my promos now because I want to get that in before people stop listening this week. Uh-oh, uh-oh, it's going to be that, that many hot takes? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just assuming yours already made five people turn off. So we're down to negative oh. three we're listening right now. Oh. Boom! We have four, we have four people <laughs> listening, sir. And we, and we were discussing this in the pre-show, though. But Mr. Stingray, if you hear this, we are we have not heard from you for months. We're kind of like your parents. We feel like you went off to college. We have not heard from you in a while. We are deeply concerned. Mr. Stingray, you're our only hope. Oh, dang it. You took it. I was going to say it. Yeah. We're doing our follow-up to Battlefront. We, when Zenger and I first reviewed Battlefront, most of our conversation revolved around the campaign and the microtransactions or the loot crate system. Which is which, back in the news. Yes, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But yes, that was kind of, yes. we were talking about the fact that was taken offline. Um, if I remember correctly, I was rather positive on the game. And Zenger, you were relatively lukewarm, if I remember correctly. And lukewarm too positive, but that has changed drastically. Uh-oh, let's find out if it's for the better or for the worse. Yes. All right, Zenger, now that you've been playing Battlefront for roughly two and a half months... What is your opinion on the game? I had to struggle to play it for two hours today to remind myself what it played like. And in all honesty, I mean with other stuff going on on other games that I could have been playing. Ah, uh, uh, man. Um, I don't know if it's just me being cynical, but they followed, this, they, they followed the game up with, I mean, a decent free expansion, as in some more storyline campaigns, an interesting kind of wrap-up to the main story. Um, some decent additions as in, you know, playable character, two playable characters, a new place to play at. That is, of course, Last Jedi focused. 
but that was what uh two, going on almost two months ago now and nothing yeah. more but a few updates where they basically have taken out the ability to use good weapons and yep. um yeah and also the announcement of it underselled and microtransactions are coming back so not only if you're playing it now and picking it back up are you playing as people who obviously have been playing the game since day one have everything unlocked in purple gear but now you also have to play against people who have an endless supply of money possibly backing them up yeah oh and for the record just if people are wondering why mark's not talking as much mark is not allowed to have a game console so if you have any questions about <laughs> mark, mark what's your favorite pokemon game Oh, man. Yeah, I got into Pokemon like back in like August that, that, 2016. Answer the question. Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon game? I'm going to say the current one, the Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. All right. So but, if you have any questions about Pokemon Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, please contact Mark at insert Twitter name here. So <laughs> if anyone's wondering... <laughs> Okay, I feel like Mark, there's going to be an entire episode just explaining the context behind Mark. If anyone's wondering, who knows this episode, whether this, the previous one's going to be up, though. But just for the record, our previous episode we recorded, there's a very hard edit when Mark's Twitter name comes up. That's because Mark had to change his Twitter name for uh, X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, we're kind of calling it Chelsea Handler's Revenge, but that's a topic for another day. So, yes, if you have any questions about Pokemon, Ultra, Moon, or Sun, please contact Mark. He is your expert on that. Right, Mark? Yeah, or any other of the Pokemon games. Um, you know, I skipped a couple for a while, but you know, I gotten back into it. So, all right. So, if you yeah. have Pokemon Red or Blue from the Game Boy Color, please also contact Mark. He has his. He still has his yellow Game Boy Color that he plays every single day <laughs> with a little Pikachu in the right hand corner. No, I, I've got it on Virtual <laughs> Console now. Though. Oh, pfft. on the 3DS. So, yeah. Oh. All right, but it is so, good memory. So, yes, it has good memory though. Um, all right, video game time, Battlefront. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Zenger in the sense of that. I, I, that's one thing I always hate about first-person shooters. I always loathe the the first update after after launch because they radically change the game and the dynamics, how everything works. Like I, whether it be Call of Duty or Halo, or well, this was a few updates in that that they well, yeah. randomly went. Oh yeah, we should probably do something about some of the weapons. Well, they nerfed everything. That that's the problem. And like, and they do, but the problem is that like, I, you wouldn't mind, like, like they, it always happens, and it's just a, it's a, it's a perpetual hurdle with gaming in today's day and age. But like, they do, like, it's one thing, like the gun that I, I don't know if it got edited out, but at one point we were talking about there's this gun called the CR2, and it was a great gun, and now they've nerfed that where it real, it, it's it's the spread of the the, the I don't want to say bullets. That's the, that's the, the one bolts. Yeah, the bolts. bolts. The bolts now have a larger spread after a while, so it's like the gun becomes less accurate, which is weird. Um, it's the third unlock for the assault class, am I correct? Yeah, it's the third unlock. Yeah, the it's the most popular gun in the game, I imagine. Yeah, the thing's ridiculous, and they did make it to where it's like completely almost inaccurate now. Yeah, and it also doesn't do as much damage. But now you can, you can basically, and let's get to some other complaints of the game, but basically you can shoot somebody in the head for 15 seconds with it. It doesn't do any damage at all. Um, another thing I, I really liked was for the heavy class, they have uh, a shield that when you're like, you, you can turn on, it's like a little portable shield before you could actually like, as soon as you click the button for it, it would turn on immediately. Now there's roughly a two second delay. So let's say you're like, you're, you're, you're being shot at and you turn it on and you'll die because it take they deliberately now put such a delay into it. Sometimes you click the button to when it actually comes on. Cause what people were doing, people were sitting there sh- getting into a, 
a showdown. And whoever, if someone was a heavy class and someone wasn't, whoever was the heavy would turn on right before they were about to die. And obviously they'd wipe the other person out. And so by trying to fix that issue, they've turned. So now if you're like halfway across the map and someone's shooting at you and you turn it on and they've already got two shots at you and it only takes two more to kill you, you turn it on, that person's already basically fired or two shots and you're dead before it even turns on. So they've done things like that where, again, they've screwed it up just to sit there. Do that. Um, I like the, the getting back into like I, the the DLC for the campaign. I really like that. Um, it, it, it definitely does add a, a plot point to the Last Jedi that's not explained in the actual film, which I think is a problem for Star Wars overall. They're definitely leaning on the the, the non film media to pick up the slack when they can't explain things in the movie. But that's a topic for another day. Oh, Alexander said the crate map is fun. I really like the crate map. Yeah, I mean, did you, it's did a you good addition. Did you, did you play Galactic Assault on crate? Yeah, I played it several times. It's um, it's really good in the sense of it, it is just, and then this is something I'll probably get into later with something else. But it's just a really nice, you know, big open. You know, feels like you're you are under attack or you are the, you know, trying to push forward this attack, depending on I, of course which side you play for. Well, that's one thing I don't like about the game because I feel like the villains are always um undermatched in the sense that they're always i'm sorry um overmatched in the sense that they're always the underdogs like it's almost always the good guys win whether it be the clones or the rebellion or the resistance the good guys always seem to win because i think whether it be the death troop i, I think it's also those, those specialty class that wookie class is almost unstoppable like I, I you can sit there snipe the wookie class and you can do like three headshots to the wookie not chewbacca but the wookie class and it does not take any damage at all. It's an insane like, like I'll even like I'll be the um, the first order flame trooper, and that's usually almost like an insta kill. Once you sit there, you, you torch someone. You can torch a Wookiee, and basically you will overheat the gun, and the Wookiee will still be alive. And it's like, and yet if you did that with any other class, it's like no, the death trooper dies immediately. Uh, yeah, I guess the flame trooper too dies almost immediately. But that the Wookiee, because that the, the Wookiee's same for both the clone era and the rebellion. So yeah, that's just something that drives. And yet that hasn't been fixed. The the stupid uh, shotgun, the Vanguard. That's still they have not fixed that. People still do that. It's one shot kills. Again, I, I've shot people in the head four times. They take out the shotgun. They kill me in one shot. It's like okay, game. That's apparently how things work. You you have one one percent life left. Is when pulls out the shotgun and shoots you once. It's like okay, they get the insta kill. Playing is the resistance on crate is probably the greatest part I've ever had playing a video game in a long, long time. Playing as a ski speeder, never mind you rack up an insane amount of battle points. Um, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun playing as a ski speeder on crate. Well, every single time I get to do that, I am always humming the. The resistance theme from the films, and I just have the dumbest grin on my face the entire time while I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, I'm not a big sniper player, but I love playing a sniper on there because it's so much, it's it's such a great map to do it on, I feel, too. I, I, I am nice. awful at the sniper. Oh, I am too, game. but for that, I make it work because it's this nice flat area to where it's just like you see this head poke up and it's like gone. No, I, I, I like sniping there. Everywhere else, oh, okay. I'm garbage. Yeah, it's like because I'm really trying to find, I'm having a hard time finding my footing in the game now that they've changed everything. I, my main class was the heavy class, 
And like anytime I was like, anytime I'd be playing a match, I, I'm usually in the top five. I'm usually in the like, what do they call the thing at the end where they have the leaderboard? Yeah, I, I'm usually in the leaderboard. What it doesn't matter what what I'm playing, except for maybe heroes and villains. Um, not to toot my own horn, but like ever since this new update, like I'm having a harder and harder time doing that. And like Zenger said, now you have a lot of people. Like everybody now is like, what? Like what is it called? The purple purple tier? Yeah, every like almost everybody's that. Yeah, I mean, I'm it for I think all but one class of my characters are purple. Yeah, so like it's just it's like that's the problem is that they said that they they I think part of that update that major update that they lowered the tiers for um, getting all these sorts of like weapons and levels. So it's like oh okay now everybody has it. It's like has that make it? It's like it, that's like that's something I didn't get about everybody complaining about this game before it came out. It's like oh man, you have this. You need how many thousands of points to unlock this character? I'm like that's good. All everyone did was complain about the first Battlefront because it was so easy to unlock weapons and attachments. Now they actually made it challenging. Everyone's complaining about it. It's like oh my lord, people! You got if you're gonna complain, at least be consistent. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's like I say, it's a, it's a, it's it's not the most frustrating game. There's a learning curve, as there is with most things. No, there's but, like a learning circle. <laughs> it's not that. Bad. I feel. Um, also, I mean, I'm just gonna say this because I mean, I guess I'm not as good as Zach, but I mean, yeah. God dang it, I I feel like I might as well just walk out and just sit there and flip a coin on whether I'm gonna insta die or gonna die later to some BS. And well, yes, I yeah. know the complaint on you know, oh well, you know, this, that, and the other. I play plenty of shooters. I'm not saying I'm good. I'm saying I'm decent enough to own my own. That game, it is a crapshoot on how I'm going to do. It depends on the yeah. map. It depends on, you know, if the people I'm playing with have any intelligence level to them when they're around me. What uh, game mode do you play primarily? Uh, Galactic Assault. Even though oh. I do honestly love um, the the starfighter battles because i i am just all about that and i can honestly do pretty good with that all right but it's it's most of the unlocks and most of the stuff you gotta play the the galactic assault so well i actually i've been doing a lot i was doing a lot of strike where it's like the goals you have to like defuse something or set the bomb up or or something something I don't know whatever it was strike that's how I kind of really started getting into multiplayer because Galactic Assault became too overwhelming because all this is people picking you off and you have some oh no it, it is the, no it's it's this crazy like you'll just die and then we'll show somebody on the other side of the map yeah like walking away and it's like yeah. what what would happen yeah that's yeah, that happens a lot and the only thing too that drives me nuts there's a lot of choke points. There's a lot of, like, like, there'll be golds or something, and, like, it'll be a bottleneck, and all you'll have is, like, three heavies that'll sit there in sentry mode and just constantly just, lay, like, laying down fire, and you can't do anything. Like, it's an insane amount of choke points for a game mm-hmm. that's so expansive. I, I guess it, I like the game. Like, I, I've been playing the game more or less nonstop since November. Um, I am not a huge gamer. I purchased two video games last year. I purchased this and the Friday the 13th game. And that's it. Purchase nothing else. So I'm kind of I'm stuck with one or the other. And considering that the Friday the thirteenth game has become insufferable because all this is fourteen year olds cursing at you for sucking, despite the fact that you're the one who knows how to play the game properly. Um, <laughs> it's it's not worth uh, playing that anymore. So but no, like that's one thing that drives me nuts with Battlefront though. It's like it's so many choke points. It's I, I can't figure it out, considering how how expansive these maps are. 
I mean, that's the other that's, that's the thing that's cool. I mean, it's got a lot of room to do stuff on, so I like that. But, I thought you described it as a thimble. The maps are the size of a thimble. Did I? You said that this you said these maps are like a swimming pool, and then imagine the the area they let oh, you play oh, is the size of a the, thimble. Okay, okay. The original. No, I'm just saying the scope of if you look around at everything around you in some of these places, like oh. there's this huge open expanse. But it's like, and I kind of think described the game that way too. Originally, was it, it felt like you know you're in this gi- you get to see this giant almost vast ocean of possibilities, but yet you get to play it, play in something the size of a kiddie pool. Oh, okay. That's that's what it is. I mean, I I still agree that yes, there is so much lost potential here that they could capitalize on. Simply, and I mean, I'm not trying to say I can make the perfect game, but um, correct me if I'm wrong. Couldn't you customize your character in the previous game? Yeah, you could change your. You had like three or four outfits to change to, and you could also change the alien you are. Now in this game, all this is human beings. Yeah, why can't I just change that? Like something that simple. It'd be cool to do. It'd be really cool to do to have like at least some customization for me and the clone trooper or whatever beside me. I think this game was rushed. I think I would imagine that's going to, or you know, it's going to be, they're going to um, probably charge you money for wanting to do colors. And speaking, imagine. speaking of microtransactions, let, let me just get on that real quick. So I already feel like every time I open a box, I get like two or three things that I've already gotten out of like what the max you can get is five. So imagine opening a box and it's like, oh well, crap! I already got. You know, this much stuff already. Well, that stinks. Mm-hmm. Well, guess yeah. what? If I'm paying money and unlocking stuff that I already have, you do not even know the level of frustration I would have at that. To be like, you got to be kidding me. It's no different than buying like a pack of like trading cards, though. Here's the funny thing, because Ellie used that exact same argument because I play Magic the Gathering. And she used the exact same argument on me, and I said, there's a difference. I can't tell you what it is, but there is a difference somehow, some way. You can at least sell the, the duplicate magic cards, where in this game, if you get duplicates, you really can't do anything with them. Well, here's the thing. Um, the maximum amount of cards you can have in a deck, besides lands, is four cards. So if I get four of the same rares, I'm, in, I'm, I'm gold. I'm good. If I get four of the same rares in this game, I get a handful of, you know... Of of um credits that don't amount to nothing in the end. I can't even buy another pack with them. Yeah, Nerd. I mean that's there. There's the difference. I don't believe in microtransactions. Like I'm not giving money for like even I remember the last time I ever bought um non-playable uh, content for a video game was when I was still in high school. And I think it's because Xbox had avatars that let you like do like Star Wars stuff. So I was yeah. Obi Wan with the with the the clone armor and the yeah, cloak I had and that the helmet. One too. Yeah. Right, you had it too. That's yeah. the last time I ever. And I had the dual non- lightsabers. Oh, okay. I didn't have that. I just had the. I just had the blue lightsaber. Um, the one. Boring. So, but no, like, I, I, I don't spend money on things like that. It's like you know what? Like, if they want, like, if it's like, oh, you get, you get like whole new like match, like whole another level or two. Like that's one thing though. But I'm not buying anything just for aesthetics or abilities. No, I want content. No, um, I mean it's it, it is it's just just so much BS with the whole microtransactions now because now you're getting into this guarantees nothing <laughs> anymore. What do you just, mean now? I I just feel like if if I bought those, I want to guarantee that every single one of those I open is something I don't I cannot get a duplicate. But that's why like, that's why I don't know why anyone would ever buy them. 
I'm just saying if I did. No, but I, I not you specifically. I mean, just in general, though. It's like, why on earth would you buy something like that? Like, does this game really mean that much? That like, if this was Halo or, well, okay, there's there's really no first person shooter franchise. Like, I I guess Call of Duty a decade ago. I guess I guess there's no one first person shooter. Like, I imagine if Call of Duty did this like ten years ago, there'd be people just spending like thousands of dollars just to sit there be level, like whatever it is, level top, top level. Well, so, see. Call of Duty does it to where you can spend money and you get aesthetic stuff. Your gun has a super cool paint. You the only bonus they gave was you could buy extra slots for your custom thing. Uh, okay. And it was like a few bucks, but you could buy it to where you could have instead of only having ten custom, you know, custom layout, custom builds for your character, you could have I think like triple that. Which oh, okay. if you played enough and you were leveling up certain stuff, because I bought that, because I'm like that's worth it for me. Because I, I liked having those all those options available when I was like leveling up a gun. Because it's like, oh, well, I need to use this attachment now. Oh, I already got a class pre-built. Let me just switch to that one. Instead of, you know, whatever regular people who don't spend money on video games do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the game the game is frustrating. Um, I do enjoy it. Like I, I, Some of the things, uh, like I, said, I love the ski speeders. I, I cannot overstate that. I still cannot figure out heroes and villains. Like if I'm pl- like I'll play the heroes and villains section, and no matter what character I am, I die immediately. No matter what, I do. like I'll sit there, like I'll try blocking with like Ray or Luke or Darth Vader or Darth Maul, and it does absolutely nothing. Someone will be shooting at me, and I'll be blocking. But then like it'll be the, the tables will be turned. I'll be Boba Fett shooting at Ray, and the person deflects every single shot and, and kills me instantly. So it's like, oh no, I- heroes are complete messed up BS that where it's like if you're playing them, you're garbage. Someone else is playing them, they're god. Yes. Like my favorite example of that is the Emperor. Um, some guy at one point, I don't know how he did it on Galactic Assault, he became the Emperor within, I don't know, 40 seconds of um, the match starting. Because I don't know how you accumulate that many battle points that you can become the Emperor in roughly five to 20 seconds. And for the entire match, all he did was wipe everybody out. I play as the Emperor. Um, a guy with a pistol shoots me once, like in the back, and I'm dead immediately. It's like, oh wow, that was fun, and it's like, whatever. It's like I don't get it. And like, you know, like even Darth Vader, like, like I have like I, I've Mac, I, I upgrade, uh, updated or not updated, upgraded Darth Vader so he has max health, and I'll be force choking someone. And, and apparently, I didn't know this. I learned this the hard way. If you're force choking someone as Darth Vader and someone else comes shooting at you, you can't deflect any of the bol- bolts. So until you're done force choking the person, which doesn't even kill them completely anymore, like it did in the original Battlefront, or I guess 2015 Battlefront, um, that's what happens. Someone can literally just keep shooting you in the head while you're force choking someone. Apparently, despite the fact that in the movies, Darth Vader can force choke someone and deflect a shot with his lightsaber at the exact same time, apparently video game Darth Vader can't do that. Darth Video game Darth Vader is level 2, where Rogue One Darth Vader is level 10. He's a chump. And despite the fact, so there's really no point in force choking any characters in the game as Darth Vader, because someone will just come and shoot you in the head twice and it kills Darth Vader immediately. Do I have Darth Vader unlocked? Is that when you have to pay for it to unlock? You have to unlock all of them. Then no, I don't, because I, I got Luke. How many? You, you, you haven't unlocked all the, the, no. the heroes and villains? I... You, okay, I don't know if I pointed this out earlier, but I know I pointed it out on our Twitter thing. I played for two hours today, <laughs> and that's the first time I played in a while. Oh. 
And I mean, it's not, it's, it's cause I gotten into other games and it just did not retain. And it was one of those things I just felt like I'd play it and get frustrated at times. Yeah, you got you got to power through the frustration, though. No, I don't. I have other games I can play. I can simply go, oh, this is BS. What's going on in Destiny right now? Oh, something more interesting? Awesome. Oh, I'm close to leveling up stuff on this game? Awesome. I own what game now? <laughs> You're missing out. The game The game has problems, but it's, it's entertaining. Oh, no, I mean, I, I played it a lot in the beginning. It's just recently I haven't gone back to it because I don't see the need to because they've done nothing new except for just... Take a, I finally get the best gun in the game, and they nerf it, so I'm like, well, there's that. But they added Tally Lintron's A-Wing. Oh, and they also added... Um, I yeah, 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 which I think I unlocked that. It's stupid. It does nothing. It's a TIE Fighter, but it has a red stripe. None of those hero ships do anything, I feel. I feel Actually, like Pontiolanium Falcon is like a death wish. <laughs> I know it is. No, the, the Ray and Chewbacca... This is another thing that's weird. There's two Millennium Falcons in the game. There's Can you have the them both Ra- out at the same time? I've never seen it happen. I don't think you, you can't have both of them out. Oh. The funny th- well, the only thing I learned from Galactic Assault and from Starfighter Assault is, um, despite the fact that there's eight heroes and villains to choose from in, in Galactic Assault, if you get enough battle points, the game only allows, I think, four max from each faction out. So like, you can have like 40,000 battle points, uh, if somebody doesn't care. <laughs> it, the game doesn't care because there's four people already out on the map as heroes or villains. Um, it just it, it'll just lock you out. So you can't have the entire rosters of heroes and villains. For some reason, they I don't know why. You'd think having that many heroes and villains would be fun watching them all sit there do their thing, but no. For some reason, EA feels that by limiting it to four on four, but if you pay them, extra money, no, you wait, no. They, if they did that, that if they at least opened it up, it makes sense. Even if you had to pay for it, it's like okay, at least the option is there. It's the fact they you can I mean, that, you can use the hero or villain thing at any time if you pay an extra five bucks. No matter if someone know. else is using the character, you get the ability to use it. I, I I get not having like two rays or two Millennium Falcons or two Darth Vader's Tie Fighters out. But like they should be like if you have the battle points for it, you should be able to. And if and its character's not already in use, you should be able to spawn as that character. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll say some positive stuff. If I do flip it on and I do play it, I normally like playing the Starfighter Assault because getting BS killed in the or I say BS killed. And I know there's a ton of memes online that it's like if you're claiming you're getting BS killed, it just means you're not good. Or here's the percentage of mm-hmm. it's like got that pie graph where it's like. 99% of it's red and it's saying a BS kill and then it says an actual legit kill is the only 1%. Yes, that that is me on that game because like it just feels like all of a sudden I'll be dead out of nowhere. But the Starfighter maps, I feel like those I actually have an even playing field on for some reason. Really? I, okay, this is my thing. I feel I, to me unless you're you're again, you're the good guys, the bad guy ships are all horrible. Because the they, Tie Fighters have the Tie Fighters have really no defensive abilities whatsoever. And it's just again, it, and that's the thing I hate. It's, I guess it's like any sort of like vehicle combat mode in a video game. Once somebody's behind you, you're more or less done. Unless you can really outmaneuver them, which is almost impossible. There's no point. Oh, I've been able to outmaneuver people in that game enough that 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 you can do it consistently not not 90 i mean i'm not like perfect at it every time but there's sometimes where i'll get somebody tailing me and i'll be able to outmaneuver them and i've been outmaneuvered too well yeah i'm not doubting the latter 
but it's just like, anytime. Well, it looks like if, if I'm in an X-wing, I can out probably most times outmaneuver someone because between the a higher health bar and the fact you have a droid that repairs your health, and then on top of that, you sit there just have I don't know. It's just the fact that you have, there's better you have better wingmen. It's much easier for an X-wing to destroy a Tie Fighter than it is for a Tie Fighter to destroy an X-wing in the game. So you have that. But if you're a Tie Fighter, it's like if once once I see it, my my health is going down. Like, well, I'm gonna be dead in about two seconds. The only time I can evade someone is if that's the, if it's the Death Star map, and you can go fly around the debris. That's really the only time is if I have some sort of debris to navigate around. Like I said, I like playing it online, and I I've I've admitted there, there's been some kills or some you know shoot downs that I've done. And I'm like, I don't even know how I got that kill. Like it'll be like just barely like shoot them a few times, and I'm like, I don't know if they took damage beforehand. I just feel like I I just do better at that because I feel it's a nice you know controlled area. Now if I'm in Galactic Assault and trying to do some of the ships, I I can't do them sometimes. I don't know what it is about having the fact that I can slam straight into the ground. It just calls to me constantly. <laughs> well, but that also depends too because if you're playing Galactic Assault and let's just say it's Hoth. And you have X-wing versus Tie Fighters. It's so easy to pick off the Tie Fighters. Like it's it's ridiculous, especially if you're an A-wing. Oh boy, all you gotta do, it, it, oh, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. And then once you pick off all the Tie Fighters, you just go through strafing runs and you pick up kills off the ground. Those are the kills I don't normally get. I very rarely shoot people on the ground because I feel like I, I'm above them, both literally in the game and you know my fight isn't with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, I will try to take out tanks and stuff like that, but me trying to pop somebody on the ground, I mean, I'll do strafing run, get a kill here and there. I try to go after, you know, just stuff in the sky. And I will tell you, there was one time, I think, I think the best I ever did, and the only time I ever, like, got a solid first place was, it was the um, Kashyyyk map. And I got the, the, of course, the the prototype X-Wing thing, whatever that, the, the, the Republic shuttle thing. So what, someone, someone get, get, yeah, I got that. I'm not joking. The match matches normally take what? 10, 15 minutes. Uh-huh. About, I'd say if it was 10 minutes, about nine minutes of that, I was in the sky the entire time. Just kill, 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 kill. Just every time there's something in the sky, I don't know what it was, but I was able to just blow everything out of the sky. One or two matches later, did try to do the same thing could not stay up in the sky for more than like a second it seemed like yeah and that's and that's the thing it's like i don't know what happened that time that i just kept getting you know getting the upper hand on everybody or getting you know the perfect angle to attack well it happened to me once on the takadana map i was uh x-wing on that the game the game kept spawning uh first order tie fighters but they weren't i guess not enough um players were because what happens too is that people get discouraged plus they run out of battle points so if you're trying to save your battle points to play as kylo ren or darth vader or captain phasma you're not going to blow your battle points on on tie fighters when they're going to be picked off so easily so what happened was that we, like, after like, i i i think it's something like 600 battle points to get into a x-wing on takadana he's like okay did that and i picked off like three or four tie fighters in a row and guess what People stopped spawning as them, so the game kept producing AI Tie Fighters for me to do. So I guess I, so I wouldn't keep picking people off. And that's the, the other thing I like about those maps is they do have AI, it, like like in the air they have AI for both Galactic Assault and for the. Well, 
Well, the thing about that, though, is that while after Takadana, after it starts spawning AI TIE fighters, I just kept picking. They're even easier than the people to pick off. And so guess what? The other team sat and, but at the same time, though, it was charging the other team a uh, reinforcement point every single time I picked off a TIE fighter. I picked off like 25, 30 TIE fighters. So just me, never mind, there was at least two of them. There was someone else's uh, uh, A-wing. There was probably somebody else's an X-wing as well. So between us, we like picked off like two-thirds of the map. Just by doing that, and so the battleground didn't even the battle fight didn't even take place. Like that's the weird thing. Like if you like my thing is that if you're going to have a space battle or a, an air battle above the ground battle, make it completely separate from the from like this is one of the things like I would radically redesign with the game is that and this is kind of like going back to the complaints of the first or Battlefront 2015 is that you know what you should do you should ha- it's kind of like again Zenger's more of a gamer so he might be able to tell me if this is done in another game but like people should like you should like before you even go into like a match you should pick one class that you want to be you shouldn't be able to choose a different class in between um while the match is active like let's say you pick your designated classes I don't know assault so you go in and you're assault and then let's say somebody else goes in and wants to be deliberately a fighter pilot. Someone wants to be an X-Wing pilot, and they pick that. So, like, even though you have all this stuff going on, you sit there, make sure you pick a designation. Says someone, so you, it's like it's like a military in real life. You have infantry, you have cavalry. I know it's not a thing nowadays, though. But you have, like, reinforcements, and you do that, though. And depending on what class you pick, you get a certain matter of response. Like, if you decide to pick infantry, you get, like, almost unlimited response. But if you decide to be like a specialist, like a death trooper or a flame trooper or a Wookiee, you only get two reinforcements. But then let's say you want, let's say you're going to be on the Rebellion and you're an X-Wing pilot. Well, because X-Wings are much more better built and they have shields, they only get two respawns. But TIE fighters, considering the fact that they're basically a knife through butter, it's, it's, they, they get unlimited response. That's what it should be. Make it more real. Like if you want to make it, like EA is so concerned making this is the definitive Star Wars gameplay experience. Well, make it like Star Wars. Like anytime you watch the movies, there's always, it's like, like five to seven TIE fighters for every one X-Wing or A-Wing. Make it that much more, oh, not realistic, but how our simulation of the, the movies and the, the games, and, not the games, I mean the, the TV shows and all that work. Like, I'd rather have that instead of, okay. And then the other thing I think is really weird, what's up with this thing where one side is on defense and one's on offense, and one can burn through as many lives as they want, while another team is charged, and if they lose their amount of infant, the amount of their response, they lose. Why not make it that each side, offense and defense, each has 100 lives, and whoever, whether, again, obviously, if you complete the objectives, that's one thing, though. But why not make it that if the objective isn't completed, whoever side runs out of response first loses? Not this nonsense defense gets automatic unlimited response. Is it that that makes no sense? That automatically means that defense has an inherently overwhelming advantage over the offense every single match. Like, I, I just don't get that. It's, it's a really lopsided way of creating gameplay. Hey Mark, who's your favorite Pokemon? I don't really have a favorite. I guess you Charizard. Not... Charizard? Yeah. Or nice. Mewtwo? Ooh, even better. Like Gen 1. That. Yeah, I, I like many from various um, generations and stuff, but I think I still like Mewtwo as my favorite. Good choice. I like Bulbasaur. Here's wait, my. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, like Mark, are you pro or anti Jigglypuff? Anti. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> Ouch. What's all your right. opinion on Lugia? Uh, he's all right. 
How about Ho-Oh? Uh, he's cool. I like I like Ho-Oh. Big Ho. Uh, what's yeah. the other Pokemon? What's the one? Remember Pokemon Crystal? Uh, oh, yeah, it's the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the dog on that? That's like all the Crystal ones. Um, the uh, Raikou, Entei, and Suicune. What was the last one? Suicune. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the one that um, he's on the box. Um, but there's been a lot of good ones. A lot of good legendaries have come out over the years since then. Um, yeah, pretty good. Like Diago, Palkia, uh, Rushy Ram. I don't know. Zekron. That sounds like a very horrible disease. Eveltal. That's that's from uh, Pearl, Diamond Pearl and. I, that that's jewel. You're talking about jewelry now, right? No. And then the ones from like this one, uh, what is it called? Sogaleo Lunala. Um, oh my god! Yeah, there's a whole lot of man. I feel like an old man now. And then, and then there's mythical Pokemon, the ones you have to get what? like download from Nintendo. They don't come naturally in the game. Like Marshadow, Magearna, uh, Generation Seven introduced Ultra Beasts that what? look like aliens. Uh, uh, it's the same form. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets a little bit. Pokemon. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how many Pokemon there are. One hundred and fifty-one. Any other yeah. number? No, no, no. Uh, uh, now we're. Oh yeah, you, you are, you are right. One hundred fifty-one. Never, never mind, never mind. I'm going back to not. Talking. Yeah, that was the original. Uh, uh, that was the original um, generation. Yeah, but there's more than that. Uh, don't no, be a. There's one hundred fifty-one. Don't be a Gen Oneer. Come on. <laughs> one hundred and fifty-one Pokemon. <laughs> you, have you, you heard take... that phrase, uh, Gen Oneer? Yeah, I've I've heard not that. heard it, but I can I can imagine what it means. It's pretty much being a purist, uh, kind of like you know, like like original trilogy only fans. You know, like I, I am firmly in that camp. I I feel that any Pokemon whose numbers are above one fifty one should be cleansed from the Pokemon world. No, even the, even How the did original ones. These things. Oh, they they design them, but even no, though it's mean, on like, the threat of Pokemon genocide. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I just <laughs> I like this topic. I want to go back and talk about Pokemon Mark. Oh, so so you're saying that your interest in this game has already died enough that, that you want to talk about a different game, much like I did after two hours of playing it earlier today. No, because Mark actually knows about this stuff, so I can ask him all my stupid questions, and he'll give me real answers. <laughs> yeah, I am. Po- Mark, what's the deal with the, with the Pokemons that are the shape of the musical notes? They're not musical instruments. They're, they're the notes. unknowns. Whatever, uh, they're musical notes. No, they, they aren't. Like it's it's a it's it's a lettering system. Uh, sure. Are you, you talking you about the uh, unknown one? The unknown. Uh, they're in a third Pokemon movie. That's unknown. Yeah, I know oh. what you're talking about. They're, you know, you you would think from that movie that there's some sort of like mystic side to them, like they're like legendary. No, they're not really. You just gotta catch all of their stupid different things so you can make them spell things. Zenger, you're telling me you gotta catch them all. Yeah. No, you gotta catch them all and then catch them all. They're not that strong, and then they only have like one move that they can learn. And that's it. And uh, it's called yeah. being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I call that a fail by Game Freak too. Oh well. See, there's the alphabet. That's called hieroglyph zenger. That's that's that, that's not. That's Pokemon. what they are. That, no, I think I, that's, I think that's that was, called hieroglyphs. Right. That's that was Pokemon. Game Freak's attempt to do some sort of hieroglyphic thing. Back in Gen 2. My favorite but, uh, Pokemon Gen is the one that causes seizures. Uh, that's, that's Pikachu and um, Porygon. Yeah. I've uh, seen is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. I've seen a bootleg from uh, on uh, YouTube, and uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty interesting watch. <laughs> I, I didn't get a seizure, so... 
Did you get? Did yeah. you get? Was the seizure fun too, Mark? Seizure was fun too. And they really subdue it on on YouTube, and uh, they ought to just recreate that episode or something. You know, put it out there. I'm tired of this. Did they ever release that episode in the U.S.? No, no, they did not. Uh, Why would they fix it? Not in English. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They they don't want to. There was like, uh, you know, in the beginning, there was like three episodes that were like banned. One of them was that. Oh yeah, one. the blackface Pokemon. Uh, that that one Jinx. was a banned one, but they just uh, they just ended up putting purple on there instead of black. Um, oh man, I forgot about that. The racist Pokemon. Yeah, the yeah. band episode. If I remember, there's the space, Soldier Vaporeon one. There's one where there's a swimsuit competition. That yeah, one's another that. one. Um, and the reason it was banned is because the one um, Jace, who's the male Team Rocket member, cross dresses as a lady and has inflatable um, boots. Right. And, then she, and, and, and then she and and blow them up. Makes fun of Misty for Being not having... chested Yes, and they thought that might not be the best thing in the world to have that awesome combination of not only do you have somebody cross-dressing and doing this stuff, but you also have them making fun of an underage girl. I was about right. to say, aren't these, all these characters supposed to be like under the age of 15? Yes. Pretty much, yeah. Age, oh, uh, Ash, I haven't, I haven't seen the anime in like years, but Ash... He has not aged. The same age, yeah. <laughs> We're already on Gen 7, uh, and he has not aged. You know. My favorite thing about all the different incarnations of Ash, so if you listen to like all the different voice actors from like Season 1 to like Season 7, like halfway through Season 5, whoever was doing the voice of Ash uh, is like a chain smoker. So it's like, hey, Pikachu, let's go catch them all. And it's Actually, really it's a female, and I've met her. At a convention thing, they, I got to hear they've her changed do, the voice over the they, years. They have, and I, and I got to hear yeah. her do a voice with um, a ton of people from like Futurama, the guys who do Pinky in the Brain. They got to do like a little skit thing. It was hilariously funny. Is she the chain smoking one? Uh, she's the most recent one, I think. Uh, uh, I think it's chain smoking. It sounds talking, like Ash sounds like he's been through a bender and smoked four packs. Yeah, I think of I know. You're, you're, I know who you're talking. Her name is uh, I think her name's like Sarah or something. Well, someone should definitely buy her some nicotine gum because but that just the, sounds awful. All right. The one before her was back in like <laughs> was back in uh, her name was like Veronica Taylor or something like that. But the reason for the change is that back in two thousand six, um, just leaving this po- up. Pokemon went to uh, <laughs> uh, Pokemon before Pokemon was being translated by Four Kids TV, and then um, it was coming out on the you know that old uh, Kids WB stuff. But then uh, they lost the license or something, and then the uh, the Pokemon company decided to uh, license it out to uh, uh, Cartoon Network, and they had to get new voice voice actors for it. So. Ah, no, and they've been there since then. They've been there. Since Isn't it on Disney now too? Doesn't Disney air some of the Pokemon? Oh yeah, now uh, starting last year, uh, Disney XD is doing the uh, Sun and Moon series. So I don't know why the switch. Um, honestly, I don't. It could be. That it just wasn't as popular in, on Cartoon Network. I don't know. Uh, I don't watch the anime anyway. I don't even have cable to watch it, so uh, I haven't seen it they, in years. Do they? Okay, maybe, okay, considering what you just said is probably not the right question to ask. But like, do any of the original Pokemon show up in any of the new media, whether it be games? Pikachu? Okay, besides Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu. Well, it's Pikachu. Um, a lot of some of the older Pokemon, they were like back in Gen Six. They were giving a new mechanic called Mega Evolution. 
Okay. It essentially, is like they'll like evolve further, but then, uh, but only during battle, and then they evolve, then they, they they come back in like their uh, you know, their actual form. Like for example, uh, uh, Bulbasaur uh, has a mega. There's a mega Bulbasaur, and uh, <gasps> and uh, and mega mega Blastoise, and then there's wait, a mega wait, Charizard. Wait. Wouldn't mega Bulbasaur be Ivysaur? No. Um, uh, this actually, this it's mega. Um, Mega Venusaur. Yeah, Venusaur. Yeah, Venusaur. Yeah, Mega yeah. Venusaur. And well, technically, Bulbasaur it, and Venusaur. It, 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 Ivy, Ivy, it's, Ivy, it's, it's, yeah. it's Bulbasaur, yeah. Ivysaur, and Venusaur. And then there's a Mega Evolution. But technically, it should be a Mega Metamorphosis. Evolution takes thousands of years. A Metamorphosis is more of what this is in line with. So, um, if you want your facts, you better get them straight. <laughs> oh, tipsters! Right. So yeah. So um, Charles, I got two Mega Evolutions. So he's got Char uh, Mega Charizard X, is, Mega Charizard Y. Is Charizard still a? D uh, no. I, I mean, I don't know about. It. He hasn't been in, with Ash in like seasons for many seasons now. Oh, Every I time he like goes to a new region, he like. Drops off his old Pokemon with Professor Oak, and then he start. He just takes Pikachu with him. Um, uh, he 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 just uh, uh, also um the the Mega Evolution for um Charizard finally revealed that it does get a Dragon type, which is something we've all been wanting. And also, uh, just some more background for you, real quick. Um, Professor Oak and uh, Ash's mom have definitely been together because I mean. Why else do you think he sent him on this journey to catch all these Pokemon? It's to get him out of his hair so that he can um, get some of that catch him himself. You talk, oh, you, you talking That's about that, that, uh, episode. that, that uh, myth, that rumor, <laughs> that, that urban um, legend? That Oaks, um, his dad? No. I'm just saying, it's kind of odd that he's like, hey, kid, go find a ton of Pokemon. I'm going to stay here with your mom. Is Gary still around? Gary's dead. Gary's dead? <laughs> Took a serious left turn into Darkville. Uh, okay. Oh, no. Is he? I don't know. Mark, is Gary still alive? Gary? I think so, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I'll, I'll look on. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm on Bulbapedia. Let me look it up. <laughs> yeah, Bulbapedia is, is like Wikipedia. Yeah. Is it really called Bulbapedia? Yeah, it's yeah. called Bulbapedia. I is actually have that was a joke. No, I have an app. I have a Bulbapedia app myself. Oh, of course you do. Yeah, and uh, I had to pay to turn off the stupid ads, too. Oh, my God. What yeah. That's worse up? than... You know what, Mark? Maybe you should get, get uh, Battlefront, too. They'd love you the way you buy things. They'd love you. Uh, no. You know what? I think I need to start a Pokemon podcast, actually. But Oh, my God. Is there that something. many of those? The last update not on sure. him is apparently, and mind you, I'm not doing too much fact-checking on here, so if someone wants to call me out, um, I'm not going to be wrong on this because I don't care. Diamond and Pearl apparently was the last time he appeared. Uh -huh. Is Nurse Joy still around? Duh. <laughs> is Brock still around? Duh. Yeah, they're still well, around. Uh, they, they they featured Misty and Brock in the the Sun and Moon series, from what I heard, and I've and I've heard their voice acting. And you know how I told you about the change? Oh yeah. my god, I think Misty just sounds completely different a little bit. Now, here's my question, Gary. It says his age is ten as of debut. Does that okay. mean he's been allowed to age? Not really. Um, so maybe by now he's like two years older, like twelve or somebody. 
But it they, says Ash is 10 still. Never mind. I think you're... Uh, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, it's pretty much been kept the same age. Um, All right. Who, okay, what other characters from Generation 1 can I complain about? Um, wasn't there an episode of the TV show where it was like like one of the like the, the water Pokemon knocking down a building and they air it because of 9 Yeah, tentacle. Yeah, tentacle, oh, tentacle. Was that the same one as the, the swimsuit contest? It was one after. No, that, no, that it was a different episode. How many episodes have they not aired? Oh god, hold on. No, it was three, and then there might have been a few more over the years um, that had to do with like in relation to like something that happened in the real world. Like for example, I don't know, do you remember that earthquake that happened in Japan back in like two thousand eleven? Two thousand eleven, yeah. So there were some Pokemon episodes that were gonna come out uh, that kind of had some like earthquake deal going on, and then they, you know. Because of that earthquake, they decided not to so, show them. So, Mark, you're saying those episodes are on shaky ground? Yeah, I, I think they. Uh, I think they haven't come out though, like on like DVD. And Bulbapedia again for the That's win on this name. one. Um, banned episodes internationally. Um, episode catch thirty-eight. Him, catch him, gotta catch them all. Uh, gotta list of unaired episodes. Mom. It's a New Year's Eve poke- pocket monster encounter. That is the one with the holiday jinx episode. Um, episode AG one hundred one. That is the earthquake one we were just talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, episode BW023 unaired and BW024. That is the earthquake tsunami episode. How about that? And that's a two parter, I guess. Um, also, list the band episodes in the English dub uh, Beauty and the Beach. That is the one with um, we talked about earlier. There is episode 035, which is the Safari Zone one. And that one is banned because the guy who runs the safari zone has a handgun and basically points at everyone the entire time. Uh, how many episodes did they ban of the original series? I'm not like done six yet. Now. On the holiday holiday hijinks is on there again. Stage fight is on there again because of J- that. That one's because of Jinx. And then episode two five zero, which was an episode banned due to large focus on Jinx. Even despite turning her purple? Jeez. Pokemon wasn't woke enough back then. Whoa. Yeah, nah. I mean, there, there's, there's more they talk about that got banned, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm bored talking about that, so I'm done. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Jinx has a pre-evolved form, a form before called Smoochum. Yes. So, and he's purple. She's purple. I, I want it known that um, for the closing music of this episode, it's going to be the Pokey Rap. Yeah. Right. Which one? The whole one? It's gonna be the one from the original series. There's no, I could like, like going back to Pokemon cleansing. There are only 151 Pokemon. Oh man, you're, you're making the same about, mistake as Star Wars purists. That's fine with me. But what about um the egg thing? Oh my gosh, don't help me. Oh Togepi. Dang it, I said don't help me. No, that's fine. That's part of the cleansing too. Gotta get rid of it. Oh my god. I like Lugia though, so we might have to make an exception. Might be 152 Pokemon. All right, so what else do we want to talk about Battlefront? As I said earlier, I feel that um, it's got potential, and it's not. Th- and I think this. I think I'm just repeating myself from earlier in this year. In this year, it can be fixed with a few simple tweaks. But due to the fact that it lost money, due to the fact that microtransactions are coming back, I highly doubt it's going to be anything drastic. As for the gameplay, Space Battle for me is still a lot of fun. 
Am I going to... Is it my first option to play a first-person shooter anymore? No. But I did have fun with it before I kind of fell out of favor with it. So, I mean, I don't feel I wasted time and or money on it. Gotcha. And where's our and where's our more more stuff? I, I they were told we would get more stuff. Yeah, I, that, I, that's still coming. I, I don't know because I I, what I really want it's very petty. I really want a Luke uh, crate Luke Skywalker character skin. I just really want that. Well, um, General Grievous. I swore I saw somewhere that he was supposed to be in this. Yeah, he's coming. There's a couple things that have leaked online. Like they're they're adding another uh, trooper class. It's gonna be the Wild. Sentinel class. It's gonna well, be they're putting um, Kenobi. I think he's coming too. I think he's part of the General Grievous thing. Because I still cannot. I remember back for Battlefront 2015, um, after the um, Tatooine and Bespin DLC, when they announced they were doing Death Star DLC, like, oh, we're going to get two more heroes. I'm like, oh, if it's going to be Death Star DLC, it should be Tarkin and uh, Ben Kenobi. Then it was like Chewbacca and Bosk. It was like, what? That's such a weird choice. Bosk is actually really oddly good in this game, like, disturbingly good. It depends on how you use the character. Spam. Spam. Uh, the grenades. Well, yeah, you could do that too. But um, no, that's that's one. But no, I think Obi. It's gonna be Episode Three. I think the next DLC is probably gonna be Clone Wars, and it's going to be um, yeah, it's gonna be Grievous and uh, Obi Wan. But I know the Sentinel class is gonna be Arc Troopers, and I think it's gonna be like a Rebel pilot, like pilot fatigues. I don't know. I, they claim they have more DLC lined up, but to be fair, we really didn't like. like Iden's Tie Fighter is really lame DLC. Um, Tally's A Wing is lame DLC. You no, know, I like the character of Tally. Um, yeah, I, I hope they do more. I, like what I really want is uh, it's not going to happen because Rebels is ending soon. But, like I'd love like Sabine with the with the dark saber and maybe Kanan. Like I think that'd be a fa- fun DLC. You add the Ghost into Starfighter Assault. Yeah, can, yeah. You could do Zeb. Zeb would be a fun character to play as. Like, like, like I said, I just—I'm not saying they missed the opportunity. I'm saying that they got—they—they—they they, they could win people back. I mean, I had fun playing it for two hours a day. I just didn't. It just didn't make me want to keep playing it. It was like, oh, hey, they've changed some stuff, and I'm not a real big fan of some of the stuff they changed. But I remember this game was fun. Well, I think. Do you still? Did you finish all the arcade levels? Uh, I have like a few that I didn't do just because some of them get stupid hard. Well, some of them, like, like I went to that in the last like couple of weeks. I've gone to arcade because I figured out that if you get three stars on every level, you get the Han Solo with a beard yeah. character. Oh, and I had to ha- once I saw that I had to have it. Considering if you remember correctly in our initial review, I absolutely it's actually the title of that episode. It's Han Solo has a beard, a Star Wars Battlefront two discussion. Um, I still love that. I, I love Han Solo with a beard. I wish that were every incarnation of Han Solo was Han Solo with a beard. But anyway, though, that's neither here nor there. So I did that. And there was a couple. There's one. There's one uh, arcade uh, level that's genuinely difficult. It's it's the hardest tier. You are a rebel troop. You're you're a rebel and you're on Yavin Four. And everything is insta kill. Like if you're in the same room with a stormtrooper, they don't have to be facing at you. They'll just kill you instantly. So, and you actually have to be genuinely clever in how, like, what class you pick and what abilities. It's it's a fun thing once you get the hang of it. But then the other arcade one I really love is it's the final uh, dark side one. You can be any of the the villains, 
and you're basically going through Maz's cantina, and you're basically just wiping out resistance people. And you actually, if you play as Darth Vader, you get to actually reenact the end of Rogue One. It's great. You just go through, and you get this wipe out rebel. You get to throw your lightsaber, deflect laser bolts. It's great. I, I've actually spent hours just playing that one thing because it's just so much fun playing as Vader and just mowing down uh, resistance people. Oh, I hear my little pork. Time to read Last Jedi Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Okay, this is a review from Jeff M. His avatar is a guy riding a motorcycle. One star review. This film was complete. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What type of motorcycle first? I uh, so I can make snap judgments. Okay, it's 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 a douchey motorcycle. It's not like a Harley or anything. Okay, so it's crotch rocket. Got it. Yes, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that before. Wear, um, wearing a helmet or not? Um, wearing a helmet. I don't think it's him. This looks like a stock image. Uh, okay, even better. This film is complete and utter trash. I've been a fan since 77, have read every book, bought every retread, and this pile of filth broke my heart. The entire Finn slash Rose subplot was pointless. Mary Poppins' Leia was ridiculous, and Luke was written so horribly it feels like a direct insult to longtime fans. Well, message received. I'm done with Star Wars forever. <sighs> okay, uh, this is another review yeah. from Matthew S. One half star. Star Wars only lasted eight days in China, world's biggest theater industry, that is not correct, before it was scrubbed from theaters. Many theaters did not even show it. So before you say I'm not being honest, understand that this movie is considered garbage by viewers the world over. No. The only thing that was cool was the Empire killing 99% of the Rebels. I enjoyed that, but the story and characters are awful. Uh, actually, statistically, that's incorrect. If they killed 99% of the Rebels, uh, that would imply that they... They they killed way more. I mean, I'm just saying the 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 entire rebellion was able to fit on the Falcon. I have a question: Is Hipster Zenger going to be a re rebuttal to every single one of these reviews? If I feel like it, yeah. Okay, so make sure. I got to find the more hateful ones that I have to see you try to uh, respond to. Yes. Um, oh, for the record, the Rotten Tomatoes score did drop. It's now 48 percent from 49. But the last what is the weeks. what uh, is the critics? What are the people that we we? But they're the people that tell us what to listen to. I mean, what to what to watch and what to do. No, the only person I listen to is Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Cut that out of context. Take that out of context, please. <laughs> oh man, the Saddam has been dead for over for almost ten years now. Yet he still reviews Star Wars films. Yes, um, when, when Zach makes his political run, um, I will cut that into a sound clip. Perfectly, I get. And, and, I get all my information from Saddam Hussein. <laughs> yes, keep giving them to me so I can get this. Can you really trust Zach? Here's what he said on his podcast. I love Saddam Hussein. Hey, can you trust I, the man? I never said I loved him. I said I get all my opinions from Saddam Hussein. But you never said what now? I never said I love Saddam Hussein. There we go. We got it. Take that out of context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. I love Saddam Hussein. Oh, uh, don't be take that out of context. <laughs> no, this episode's kind of like last week's episode. It's kind of a dumpster fire. This, um, this, this, this waiting for the Han Solo trailer is just driving this podcast loopy, folks. I'm kind of like how we had last Jedi January. This is Insanity February. This next review is from Egg... Letter M, one-star review, no avatar. The Last Jedi has created a whole new movie genre, the travesty film. 
and 152 minutes is bloated, illogical train wreck of meandering plot lines that lead nowhere and are mostly mostly meaningless. The visual effects were, for the most part, quite well done, but the gaping plot holes are incredibly distracting and laughable. I love how everyone keeps referencing plot holes, yet no one ever gives an example of one. Ryan Johnson but they're gaping and obvious. Sorry, yes, they're I'll, gaping. I'll wait. They are very gaping and incredibly obvious. So obvious you don't have to point them out in a review. Um, Ryan Johnson seems hell-bent on trashing the things that made the Star Wars franchise entertaining and enjoyable and completely runs roughshod over everything that has gone before him. And what is up with the critics on this site? The word critics is in quotation marks. Are you kidding me? Most of them clearly did not bother to watch the movie before lavishing it with undeserved praise. The only thing worse than watching such a crappy movie is reading delusional critics... The disingenuously saccharine positive <laughs> reviews. Um, and someone broke out that thesaurus this morning. To summarize, this movie is garbage. Nice going, Disney. You just ran a billion dollar movie franchise into the toilet. Yes, they, they ran the billion dollar movie franchise into the billion dollar club. Okay, this is from Steve V. No Avatar, one star review. Last Jedi makes the lousy prequels look like masterpieces. Also, the head of Rotten Tomatoes said that the audience score, which is currently in the 50% range, is legit, not created by some computer hack. I think Kathleen, quote, the force is female, end quote, Kennedy, found a wuss male director that would agree to anything she wanted, including making the male characters cowards and morons, while the female characters can do no wrong. Mark Hamill has said repeatedly that he was at odds with the director regarding, regarding this is not how Luke would act. Thinks Ryan Jock Johnson, FXXXN, P X X X Y exclamation mark exclamation mark blah blah blah. Um, so okay. wait a second. So he's angry that Mark Hamill was again. Okay, did Mark Hamill basically go? I don't agree with this, but I'm a professional, so I'm going to do my job. Yeah, basically. But people interpret. But the internet saw blood in the water and jumped on it. So okay, here's another one. This is there is no name given here. It's a two star review, and it's from a guy looking like he's holding a, a zombie version of his daughter. Um, this movie, oh, two star review. This movie, this movie ruined Star Wars for me. So many inconsistencies, and in the plot felt haphazardly constructed. Kind of felt like it was Speed in Space. Get it together, Disney. I don't know how this was Speed in Space. Zenger, you remember the part of the film <laughs> where they couldn't they couldn't lower the speed of the Radis below fifty five miles per hour? I actually remember that exact part. Oh, and then, the, then that maybe you should um, talk to this guy. No, I remember that part, and then um, and then they realized that. That guy standing over there was the one. And then he also went on to be John Wick. Uh, this is from Ian E. No Avatar. One star review. Terrible movie. It's fun, but that's it. I'm a SWA guy, five years old in the theater with my dad. You guys killed that whole vibe and history with this movie for so many fans. You tried to add Anna Udians to the folks who would camp out on cold concrete for a show, and now you've alienated many of them. I loved Rose and Ray is awesome, but she's not worth Sacra, the number nine in Luke's story for. God. Oh, we have a 400 paragraph review. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I oh, got oh, one oh, then. We, we have to read, oh, we have to read the intro paragraph at the very least, because I see the, the freight, the, the, the two words, powerful women and African Americans instead of whites is in the first paragraph. Okay. Okay, so I, I, so I'm I'm taking it they will not go see the critically acclaimed Black Panther. No. Okay, just making Are, sure. Aren't people trying to get that zero Rotten Tomato score? Why? That movie looks amazing. Never I'm mind. Sorry. I already know the answer to that. 
<laughs> okay, this review is from Tanisha J. No avatar, one star review. Wonderful that strong, smart, powerful women, in all caps, are portrayed in charge of lower males and lead roles are filled by Africans and Americans instead of whites. I've never been a Star Wars fan or even liked it, but I'm definitely excited with the direction Disney is going by deconstructing the sexist and racist constructs that white males have built to systematically oppress women and African Americans. Our new corrected world destroys these wretched males and scraps their sexist, outdated, defective constructs. They're only able to pathetically watch and cry, cry, cry. It is so funny to watch them break down weekly and grovel in their own filthy, sexist, racist cesspool. All eyes are on Kathleen Kennedy to announce her candidacy for president in 2020. We are powerful and righteous. We disrespect and emasculate the unenlightened and destroy everything they love and cherish. It is so hilarious, laughing at their deserved misery. LOL. If you want love, tolerance, and inclusion, this is the movie for you. However, if you are a typical sexist, racist, white male, you are in a, for a rude awakening. We will not be silenced. You will hear our roar. The fantastic movie showcases the long, painful journey of oppressed victims as we trudge the road of love, tolerance, and justice. We will witness the com complete humiliation of our vile, disgusting, and perverted oppressors. Disney is definitely on the right side of history with this latest Star Wars release. Bravo. One star review. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that went a different direction than I thought it was going to with the review score, but okay. I think he's being sarcastic. No, you can't be sarcastic on the internet. That's never can happened you? before. It never happened again. Can you know what I mean? I'm still on the first page. I haven't even gone to a second page yet. Oh, man. There's two thousand, almost 2,000 pages of reviews. Uh, this is painful to hear. Yeah. <laughs> As okay, you continue so to read. Okay, this is a review from Kake. Oh, oh, is this from Kaka? This is a review from Kaka. Uh, three and a half star review. Yoda burns books! Exclamation mark. I wonder, did some sort of modern Groucho Marx punch up the script? Overall, pretty badass, but left the feeling like when you see Marx spelled. <laughs> All right, we're getting. Okay, I think Saddam might have changed his name. Okay, we have potential here, folks. We have potential. This is from Ka. Okay, it's not Kaka. It's Ka-K. Three and a half star review. Yoda burns books! Exclamation mark. I wonder, did some sort of modern Groucho Marx punch up the script? Overall, pretty badass. But left feeling like when you see Mark spelled M-A-R-C. I, uh, I, it, it comes close. I'll it, give it that. If I, wouldn't, if I ain't no better, I swear Saddam changed his name. Mark, do you get excited when someone spells your name M-A-R-C? See, Mark got so excited he couldn't talk. I also have something here real quick. Okay. My, um, I don't think he's going to care if I call him out. Um, my older brother actually saw it, and he's the one that kind of like, I mean, aside from my dad watching it every now and then, he really was into Star Wars. And he uh, actually said he enjoyed it. Wow. He said that his only complaint was he wished the battle with the Luke's last battle had been more epic. What? But then it, he just said it. He just said it started out very epic, but then just suddenly ended. I haven't really talked to him too much more about it yet because I'm like that was. I think it was just epic enough for him to come out there and do. Well, I've said this a million times. I think it was perfectly done. Yes. I'm like he, he basically kind of went, "Hey, Kylo, I don't even feel like coming out there to face you. I like that's how I little I care about you know facing you, and I know how angry this is going to make you. So enjoy." Okay, see, you said there's nothing else to talk about The Last Jedi. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think what it is, 
is that not to contradict anyone can believe what they want to believe. I'm not telling anyone that they're they're, no. they're right or wrong. But um, no, I think the whole thing with Luke's that Luke Luke's entire thing at that point is pacifism. Like what? Like people forget that. Think about it. At the end of Return of the Jedi, Luke throws away his lightsaber when he's when he's confronting the Emperor. He throws. But then Ozzie. somehow gets it back. By the way. Well, he picks up before he leaves. He's not stupid. Does uh, he? Well, he has to. He has not Endor. Does he? Yes, he has not oh, his okay. belt. And he has it in Battlefront too. And he obviously has it in The Last Jedi in his flashback. But, but can we trust those flashbacks? Mm, I, th- I think the last one's more or less correct. Okay. But anyway, though, no. But I think the whole thing with Kylo Ren and the thing at the end with him is that it's not a... He doesn't want to give Kylo Ren a time of day. It's the whole idea is Luke's into this whole... Is into pacifism where it's a non-physical confrontation. And then on top of that, he, and I think this is the big point a lot of people are missing, is that he, he humiliates Kylo Ren in front of all the bad guys. I think that he literally has an armada of bad guys behind him, and they're all watching this, and he, he humiliates him. And, and I think that's a major component of the Kylo Ren-Luke Skywalker part of that whole battle. Plus, you realize, too, that their lightsabers never clash. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no point where the lightsabers meet, and I think that is a... I think the whole point, too, is that he's, yes, he is denying Kylo Ren that confrontation, but at the same time, you know, Kylo Ren doesn't know that the confrontation's not what it is until the very end. I mean, I'm just saying, with his rage factor, I mean, I I know I would not be too pleased if I was, you know, wanting to face somebody and then found out, oh my gosh, they didn't even show up. Didn't even give yeah. me the time of day to at least let me kill them. Including thoughts on Star Wars Battlefront. Um, at this point, I don't think there's much they're going to do. If anything, they're probably going to nerf more stuff in the game. It's it's going to be a lot of that, just them curtailing things. Double um, down, are they going to add anything? Like, what do you mean? Like, more Are they content? actually going to add more content and yeah. support it at all, you think? I think so. I think they're going to support this until um, the next one comes out in a couple of years. Or, or like the Respawn game comes out in 25 years. I think they're going to, res- they're going to keep it going until the next Star Wars um console game comes out i think to be honest it all depends on how these microtransactions go if it's something that continues to fail then i think think everybody who's angry about that's already over it no they they are and that's what they're putting out now because they are like hey we didn't we sold a million less than we thought we were going to so now we need to make up the money yeah i think that i think that's a point as well uh but no i think we're gonna get more content because like i know like what ea is doing with battlefield one like I know that guy, that game's been out for like a year and a half now, and they're just now releasing like the final DLC pack for that game. So it's I don't know if it's a final. I know all I know is they're announcing it or they're releasing another one. So like I said, I think I think probably when the Blu-ray comes out in like early April, we'll probably get the first really serious expansion pack, and then we'll probably get another one in October, maybe September. Depending on and probably probably to coincide with the Han Solo film coming out on Blu-ray and DVD, and then we'll probably get another one probably around February of 2019, and the last one will probably be around May or June of, of next year. Now it's not unheard of, of course, for EA to completely just abandon a game. Yeah, but the problem is it start, the thing, it's kind of like what happened. Remember the whole thing that happened with the the, the controversy back in November with the microtransactions, mm-hmm. where this, this isn't just another EA thing for them to throw away. This is Star Wars, because if they sit there throw this away, they're going to burn their bridge with Disney. They're, they're not just going to throw this away. And I would imagine they've, they've had this stuff probably planned out for years now. 
I would imagine everything's just kind of sitting there waiting for them to flip a switch and, and, and it goes live. Plus, they're like, all they're doing is just reskinning certain things. It's not like any of these these characters or, or maps or anything groundbreaking. All this is just reskinning. Which, speaking of which, why can't I get customization? Just, just, just a little bit. Just, I just, told you they're going to charge you for that. Don't be surprised in the next couple months that they're going to have this thing where it's like, oh, customize your clone trooper or your first order person. I, I guess I like Battlefront. I hope they add more stuff. Like I said, all I want at this point is the Luke Skywalker crate uh, character skin, and I'll be happy. Other than that, the game, the, the game's not great, but I'm enjoying it. I, I am enjoying it. Um, I think the game now is less than thirty dollars. All right, I think it's hovering around thirty dollars. It goes on sale videos. constantly. Yeah, it was on sale two weeks after it came out, which definitely it was on sale better. actually yesterday as the deal of the day at Best Buy. How much? Uh, thirty. Yeah, okay, thirty. Um, so yeah, if you can get it for thirty bucks or less, I don't think you'd be you'd be disappointed. There's enough. There's stuff there. It's thirty bucks worth of play, I think, between the campaign and the multiplayer in the arcade. And All for right. me now, if I Destiny is either doing an update or I've done anything in Destiny, or you know. Their servers are down and EAs are up, then I guess I would play it. <laughs> With all those qualifiers. Yes. And and I don't feel like playing anything else. And for some reason, I still don't feel like turning my Xbox One on. <laughs> Mark, anything else Pokemon you want to tell us? Uh, what no. Pokemon game should we buy? The latest one? The you know, Pokemon if Ultra we, Sun Ultra Moon? If we can only buy one Pokemon game. Which one should we buy? Even if it's an older one, what, what which one should we buy? Hmm, older one. You know what? You should get uh, the one from the fourth generation. It was a remake of uh, Pokemon Gold. It was called uh, Pokemon Heart Gold. Yes. What was it called? What was it called? Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Yeah. Oh, okay. There were remakes of Pokemon uh, Gold and Silver from Generation Two, but they came out uh, for the DS, the original DS, um, and they were like uh, they had a they had generation four mechanics, meaning that you know what they came out with, all the uh, upgrades and new uh, you know new uh, technology that they did for uh, Pokemon Platinum and and Diamond and Pearl, they were a part of those mechanics were also in Hard Gold and Soul Silver. Oh, so. I gave up on Pokemon games after uh, Pokemon <laughs> Ruby and Sapphire. You know. Um, when I was, um, I did play uh, those games, uh, uh, Ruby and Sapphire as well, and I also kind of gave it up because uh, at the time I was about done with uh, call high school and I was about to enter college, and I felt like, you know, I kind of was growing growing out of it and stuff. And then for years I didn't, you know, get into Pokemon, and you know, I just like moved on and stuff, got into other stuff. But it wasn't until like 2016 when Pokemon Go came out. And then it kind of sort of made me rekindle, you know, my excitement for playing Pokemon. You mean so Pokemon up, Go to the Poles? Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that, that line. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I kind of got that itch again to play Pokemon on a handheld. So I ended up buying a 3DS that year. And I bought, uh, was it Pokemon Y and Pokemon Omega Ruby, which is a remake of the... The original um, Ruby game. So, yeah. So, so, Mark, you're telling me you got a fever and the only prescription is more Pokemon? Yep. All right. All right. That's exactly. So, all right. And on that note, uh, I really want to put the Poke Rap right here. So, I really hope that nobody sues us and I put the Poke Rap right here. We got to rap some Pokemon. You just do the singing. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. I want to be the best. 
So concludes this episode of Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast, and also a quasi-Pokemon podcast this episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at KOV Podcast. Check out SkywardFunSupply.com for all your toy needs. If you like what you hear, please rate and review us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform that you're currently listening to us on. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at RogueKnight, K-N-I-T-E. Where can people find you guys? You can find me on my new Twitter account, uh, at MarkFanPatriot. That's at M-A-R-K-F-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. And you can find me, of course, on Twitter, Zinger8, and on my own podcast, Zing This, and that's Z-E-N-G, This. Before we go today, I just want to leave us all with a pun. Dude, that camping trip was intense. Boo. On, I'll be here all week, people. You should not have Pokemon pun. <laughs> I didn't have any off the top of my head. Well, you gotta Google it. You have a computer. You have this vast resource in front of you. I have Pokemon. two computers in front of me and a phone. <laughs> See, now, you, now, you're, now your failure is complete. Pokemon Go. Yes, my trip the to the dark side is now complete. <laughs> Pokemon Go to the internet. <laughs> Alrighty, I guess I folks. didn't Pika choose you. Oh, snap. I'm going to Pori Gone give you a seizure. <laughs> that was forced. Yes, that was. Alrighty, folks. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, everyone.